This is Mystic Dylan, the witch. This is Adele Levine, the medium. And together, we are the witch and the medium. Join the ancient Yuletide carol. Fa la 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 la. I lip synced with you. She did. I don't know you're, what was you're, happening. You're so good. What what's happening with that song? Because it it's about the Yuletide. Oh, the winter solstice. Oh yes, that's that's what our episode is about. Oh yes, it's Wonderful. about Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, no. Saturnalia. We are doing a uh, an holiday. episode on holiday rituals. Holiday rituals, and we're gonna um. And it's mostly gonna be song. No, <laughs> it's not gonna be a musical. Um, why is there a holiday red light? rituals? Is the that musical light usually red. Okay, does that so, mean we're on? Well, does that so mean set I, on? I put in I put in a red light because I was thinking Christmas, but now I'm thinking it might. It kind of looks. It like kind of looks like a red. <laughs> <laughs> or like I'm, As, I'm working. Wow. I didn't know set on. <laughs> well, Adela, I'm, I'm working. I got to turn on the red light. Uh, I, I, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. <laughs> does it? Dylan's working. As long as everybody knows, I'm not part of this. I, I really thought that it was Christmassy, set. but it's not Christmassy. It kind of. It's like, <laughs> it totally looks like like a, there's so, some action about to happen. <laughs> You're like, let on, come on in. Anywho, anyway, I, you give I like too it. many details about my private life. I know, Adela. I know, but you you put me on blast. <laughs> Let's kinda, get back to the holiday you, spirit. I think you kind of talk about no, yourself. No, I'm very discreet. Wait, wait, I am. Wait a minute. Wait, what? I'm so discreet. Everybody, please comment on <laughs> on our Instagram. No, is Dylan. Discreet. Very much so. I keep I keep my private life to myself. If this is discreet, then I'm afraid to see what happens when you're not discreet. <laughs> when, <I'm> not discreet. <laughs> when you're not discreet. Speaking of discreet, let's get this out in the open, Dylan. Last podcast we had a little background music. As you notice, we are not having that this this episode. Good. Um I want to be clear a couple of things because there was a very clear like love hate reaction to this background music. Yeah. There was no in between, and either people were like hated it, love you guys, but hated it. Mm-hmm. No, horrible. Or there was like, hey, I liked it. So we're we're going with the hate group because because it was stronger it was than a, the like. It was a little stronger. And it wasn't a love from the people. It was a like. Okay, so let's make it clear this was accidental. This was not planned. When right. we did the last podcast, there was some A back- disturbance in the force. <laughs> Look, I quoted no. um, Star Wars. You're not allowed to quote. No. You're not allowed to quote Star Wars. By the way, Dylan quoted Star Wars about 15, 20 minutes ago. He tried to tell me that Darth Vader was the son of Obi-Wan. So you are banned. <laughs> For forever from well, trying to talk about Star Wars. He's, no, he's the son of no Luke. No, just don't. Okay. Because you know, like I said to you, I love you so much. I don't want to not love you for your horrible. I do want a, a Darth Jedi knowledge of Star Wars. Okay, well that's because you saw that Disneyland. It was cool. It was cool. It really when was. I think about it, that was yeah. cool. okay. Anywho, Wait, back. So wow. What, so we wanted. So we want to say there was a, there was definitely a disturbance in the force. And Adela was like, 
uh, I'd have to run this to an app and filter it out and all this kind of stuff. And I just want to post it. So I thought, what, what would it be like with the little background music? So I threw it on there and cut, I told Dylan, but he forgot. And people's reaction was awesome. I loved the interaction. It, it more more about this than the penis bone in Dylan's ear. <laughs> we were expecting way more commentary on well, the raccoon. I, I swapped it out. Yeah, what is happening now? Because it is a lot larger. <laughs> what? It's larger. It's way bigger than the penis than the penis bone. bone. What is going on uh, now? It's a snake vertebrae. Oh Jesus Christ! Isn't that sad that a snake vertebrae is larger than a raccoon penis, penis bone? bone? It, I'm oh, the little ha- I raccoons. think that's a better thing because <laughs> you, <know that? laughs> you do realize someone has to take the penis bone. Wait, you have raccoon. to do a reading on this one. Oh, God. Okay. I will not do a reading on a snake. <laughs> what was his life like? His life was brutal and cruel. Oh, my gosh. And he killed, and then he got killed. <laughs> okay. And it was over. Wow. And now you're wearing him in your ear. Did he have a family? No, because he was cruel and brutal. Oh, wow. And no one would be with him. Okay. Because he was cold-blooded. Well, back to our topic. Okay, back to our topic. I just have to say, though, real quick about the about the vertebrae bone. I didn't really picture bones in snakes. Uh, did you think they were just, like, <laughs> all, like, muscle and meat? I mean, I mean, yeah, like yeah, cartilage no, or they something. Have, they have bones. Well, how do they like move around? They're like just that? one. They're actually like one long vertebrae. Oh, they're just one long vertebrae, and this is yeah. one of them. Yeah. How did you get that? Like you have the spinal bone, like the spinal column. They yeah. have, a, and yeah. then they have all these little vertebrae yeah. bones. Uh, let's get mm-hmm. more. Okay, let's. Yeah. Anywho. Okay, and you're so, wearing in your. So okay. tis tis the season again. Yes. Um. So this is a very wonderful time for me. Like. I love the holiday season. Oh, I have something to tell you first and foremost, but I don't know if I tell you now because I meant to tell you, but you were in a reading. Okay. Okay. So. Yes. When we ordered our food today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was awesome, actually. I, the woman was really nice and cool and I was like, happy holidays. And she She turned on me and she goes, Merry Christmas. And I was like. Oh, oh wow! Well, we're not ordering from there. <laughs> I was like, over. shit. It's over. I ch- and no wonder I didn't finish the food. Yeah, I could feel the negative vibes. But don't like. So it's weird because I I do feel like there is there's this war on quote unquote, and I'm using air quotes Christmas, yeah, right? Um, and a lot of people. So like, I remember a long time ago it used to be um. Mickey's very merry Christmas party now. It's holiday party, right. things like that. They're incorporating the word holiday, which I'm going to be honest, I love. Yeah, I love it too. Um, I absolutely love it. But there are a and lot I'll of people who I'll tell you who, why who in don't. a minute. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you why too. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Yeah, You're- I actually have an ornament um, that I was so surprised about yeah. uh, because the same ornament was printed within five years. It's the same ornament and it says, um, have a very Mickey holiday season yeah and it used to say have a very mickey christmas, christmas. so is an or- when did you get the ornament is it well recent? i just got this ornament recently oh okay but cool they just you know like disney they they just remanufactured it yeah. with different oh yeah yeah they're a machine <laughs> yeah they just slapped yeah. new words on yeah. it um my feeling of the reason why i love the happy holidays is because i 
did grew up not celebrating Christmas. Now you would think because my name's Adele Levine and Heathen. and I have a Jewish my mother's side is Jewish. Um, but I was raised and adopted into my aunt uncle's family and he was African American and she was Jewish. They decided to nix everything, Hanukkah, Christmas, everything, and go with Kwanzaa. Nice. So I celebrated Kwanzaa back when it was like five years old. So you can imagine no Whoa. one fucking heard about it ever. So the first time I ever heard about Kwanzaa was, yeah. <laughs> once uh-huh. again, on a Disney Channel show called The Proud Family. <laughs> and it was this like black family uh-huh. and they celebrate Kwanzaa. Oh, the, just, proud family. Yeah, yes. the Proud Family. Yeah, the Proud Family. Yeah. And I just remember, like, the, every year they would do, like, a Christmas episode, and they did one, and it was Kwanzaa. Yeah, so back when I was younger, there was no cards. There was no anything. No one heard of it. There was no Kwanzaa cards? There was What was that? What was? Was that you? It's not your snake out, is it? No. Okay. What was that? It's a bead. Where'd the bead come from? Well, I was doing voodoo and I was sewing eyes and oh, I used beads God. as eyes. It is always something in this place. More than my place. <laughs> Remember when the You're, faucet the, just the went faucet off The faucet went itself? off, the lights go off. Yeah. Okay. So but there was no such thing as no one ever heard of it. Nobody did. It was considered like non-existent. So I grew up back in the day when... It was seriously like brand new. And did you celebrate Kwanzaa and other no, things, or was it just Kwanzaa? Just Kwanzaa. For Whoa. Our, uh, eight. I think Kwanzaa is seven, and Hanukkah's eight. So, so walk us through. You want me to do it now? Well, I was gonna. I'll do it in, in a minute. Oh, right. Okay. Weren't you gonna start with Yule? If you want me to. So this is what we were gonna do: is we were gonna do. Um, we're you know, so prepared. Holiday. Re- Oh, she I think everybody's fine. No, I'm kidding. With I'm us. kidding. I'm Dylan not. thinks we should be more like a news channel and have our <laughs> <I do laughs> prompts, prompters up. You make me so boring. Why are you always saying that? We just talked like, about J- Dylan wants more structure. You, first of all, how can you be more boring? Did we just not cover your red porn <laughs> light? Okay. And did we not just cover My that your light. water goes off and beads are flying and there's like a snake bone in here? How can you be boring? Wow. Oh. I think I um, would argue with that. Okay. So I think that I thought it would be cool because it's definitely in your wheelhouse of what you do and of this podcast. And um, mine is just kind of more to explain how I realized Kwanzaa is very much like a ritual once I got older. Yeah. Um, but I think you should shoot it off with Yule. So let's do it. Because actually, well, be- I don't know a lot before about Before Yule, yes. there's something that happens before Yule. Oh. Wow. So just to let y'all know. Okay. Y'all. December. Mm-hmm. This is a time of honoring the dying sun, also known as the winter solstice. Okay. And there are two pagan holidays that correlate. And I'm going to read these facts to you and you will see. But not just read them straight, right? But not read them straight. I'm just going to. Voices and stuff? Well, no, I'll do voices. Oh, I'll do voices. (laughs) And uh, you will see. I'm going to read. We're going to play. It's like 20 questions. Not really. But like. Oh. I'm just going to shoot off these facts. Oh. Okay. Um, and uh, you'll see. So, way, way back many centuries ago, not yes. long after the Bible began. Yes. Um, actually, way before the Bible. Okay. I tried to quote Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. It didn't work. Sorry. Okay. We're, so, we're moving on. Long, long time ago. Okay. Long a time ago. There was an ancient Roman holiday called Saturnalia. Okay. 
So Saturnalia is the modern celebration of Christmas and the bastardized version of um, the winter holiday. Okay. Okay. So the whole festival ran for seven days. Ah, look at that. Similar to Kwanzaa. Oh. Uh, It ran for seven days and was known for its extravagant decadence where gifts were exchanged and houses were decorated. But here's my favorite. Yes. In this season of Good to All, the greeting was Io, 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 Saturnalia. That was the greeting? Yes, but think about it. Okay. What does it sound like? I, I? No, Io, 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 Saturnalia. Sounds a lot like... Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, it does. There we go. Okay. There we go. I didn't catch it. Um, yeah. So, and the reasons why um, it was geared towards Saturn uh, is because it represents the end. Okay? So, Saturn is, is the harvester. Saturn uh, is is the god of time. So, it represents an ending and a shift. Okay. Um, and the cool thing, too, is that the two emperors uh, who were foolish enough to forget the holiday... Uh, and not fund the festival, were both murdered publicly. Because, obviously, if you don't give us our holiday, we're going to kill you. So, the people who wouldn't fund the, the holiday got yeah. killed? <laughs> yes. So, okay. Because people need their time off. Oh, are you sure it was about you gotta, that? You've got to celebrate. Okay. You've got to celebrate. That sounds a little iffy, but okay. The, hol- the holiday celebrates uh, that the sun and the year have both reached their limits. Um, and it, what I liked about it is that it was kind of like um, topsy-turvy day in a sense. So the masters would serve a for, formal meal. Well, you have meal. to explain topsy-turvy day so if you're going to say it. So it switched. It switched. So essentially the whole idea is that masters would serve their slaves a meal uh, and the powerful citizens would abandon their standard business garb and formal attire uh, and they would dress as slaves and they would dress as goblins and monsters. So it's kind oh, of like fine. Halloween. It oh, kind yay. Of, yay. Slaves get to be... Come on. This sounds you know, terrible. It, it's wonderful. This is getting worse. Oh, my God. It's okay. terrible. Um, okay. And the stereotypical uh, image that we use for New Year's Eve, so the diapered baby and the scythe-wielding father time, uh, they all have their roots in Saturnalia as well. Okay. So essentially, it is... Um, it's the New Year mixed with Christmas, and you would give presents to everyone. Okay, I mean, I I think I've heard of that. Before. Yeah. Okay. Well, they used to, you know, they they, you are around it many times, for a good six years. They did it every year. What do you mean for a good six years? Of your about? of your professional life, they would celebrate it every oh, year. Oh, okay. For a good six years. Yes, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so that's the whole idea, and what I what's interesting about that too is that. religions borrow from religions yeah and holidays borrow from i mean a lot of holidays have pagan roots yes you know yeah um and the majority do Mm -hmm. so then so that's ancient rome the greeks had a similar one and then on the other side of the pond Mm -hmm. um so we have yule which was winter solstice which was celebrated by the the celts also known as midwinter um and that's the end of autumn and beginning of winter it's the longest night of the year uh, and the origins of Christmas, it's honoring the annual rebirth of the sun, 
God during his steps into the darkness. So the whole idea is it's a time of sacrifice. So it's ba- but it's but that's basically like when people were worshiping the sun, the sun. like it's like a god, right? So like Sol Invictus or into yeah, else. dipping into okay. something else. So the mm-hmm. idea that it was going into the underworld or transitioning into the underworld. Okay. And what's interesting is that the Greeks uh, celebrated Dionysia, which was very similar. So they would the whole idea is that. Dionysus would go into the underworld. Um, he was born on December 25th in, in Greek mythology. Okay. Uh, and then he goes into the underworld to save his mother and comes back in spring. Isn't there some Three days other, later. other stories in different religions? Oh, yeah. Ra, Ra has December a similar. 20, yeah. 25th? And Ra is also born, you know, um, of a virgin. So okay. things like that. Yeah. Dionysus is born of a virgin. Yeah. Uh, because Dionysus's father is Zeus and his mother is immortal. Okay. You know, so there are lots of things. Mithras, who's another like Roman deity. So there are so many where when you line it up, it's, it's, I call it the like hero Jesus complex. Yeah. Like there's a lot of these Jesus um, or like prophet. Right. Uh, because another thing too, that when you look at these figures, not only are they linked with the sun and not only are they linked with resurrection and, and coming back from the dead, but they also travel the world and teach people. Okay. So like Dionysus teaches people all about agriculture and, and turning wa- making wine mm. and things like that. Um, so it, it has a long thing. Um, the other thing too, so the Greeks and Romans, there was a slight role reversal where uh, Persephone, so instead of the male going into the underworld and coming back, it's the female. So you have Persephone, who's the goddess of the underworld. She's also the goddess of spring. She goes between both. And December 25th, um, it was designed as Christmas to celebrate the birth of Jesus, but it was known as the first day of the winter solstice, and such was widely celebrated as the Roman Bruma, meaning the shortest day. Uh, The annual rebirth of the Norse god Frey was also celebrated at this time, um, and they their Yule met wheel, so the wheel of the year. Okay. So there's a lot of these ancient ties, and there's a lot of this uh, male, it, this male dying or a male ascending to the underworld, and then coming back. Yeah, and what's funny too is that I know you're you you, you know you're not one for their specific times to do. Um, mediumship but what i think is interesting is that you know everyone talks about Samhain Mm -hmm. but actually in a lot of ancient cultures they say that winter solstice is the best time to communicate with the dead Mm. which is funny because today you were talking about how there are a lot of people who well that's more emotional yeah yeah people tend to get very you know sad at the holidays Mm -hmm. and miss their loved ones so they want to talk to them so that's just kind of more of a human yeah, version, you know, part of it. But it definitely is a time of family, and and I think the overall thing too, when you look at it, is that in, in the majority of of these places, it would get cold. So bringing your family together, bringing things for the hearth. Um, I I was talking to someone yesterday because they're like, "Why do you love Christmas so much?" Uh, when you're pagan, I was like, "Because the majority of Christmas now in America and the United States." It, is pagan. is pagan you know like i have my yule tree up right, right you know and i keep those traditions up and, and and so how is a christmas tree like a yule tree so the whole idea is that when winter would hit um you would bring in a tree into your home 
to kind of nourish and tend to the nature spirits. Okay. So the idea was that if you cared for the nature spirits, they would make sure that your home wouldn't, you wouldn't die in, in the frigid cold, that your crops wouldn't be, um, you know, killed, things like that. Okay. So they would kind of keep you safe and protect you. Um, so you would bring in a tree, you would decorate it, and then the balls that we see everywhere, those were actually witches' balls that were used to protect against uh, magic and against um, outside forces. That you would put on the Yule tree. That you would put on the and Yule tree. And you make witches' balls. I do. Everybody I makes do. witches' balls. Yep. With, balls. Uh, yep. Witches' balls. <laughs> yeah. I harvest them. He's like, like <laughs> so innocently. I'm like, oh. I love it. Like, you're like being so innocent. You're like, yeah, I do. Yeah. And then I'm being not innocent. Ooh. Sorry, um, but he does. So think. yeah, three crows crossroads. Look it up. Yes. Yeah. I mean, three but, crows. That's you. Yeah. Is it on your website? Yeah, it's me and Jessica and Cindy, and we all we all make all our herbs and blends, and we have a wonderful Yule candle too. Oh, nice. smells like magic. Yeah. And it's an ancient uh, Celtic recipe. That's okay. a lie. It's an 18th century recipe, but. They use a lot of references yeah. to the herbs that the Celts would use. Okay. Um, but the other thing that I think is so interesting too, the reason why I love this time and I get I get very in it is that it's it's surprisingly, even though there is this war on Christmas and there's this, you know, kind of I think the battle. I, th- I think that what people are trying to get rid of is the religious aspect. And of, they should. I agree. I of think they like should. Pushing like you have to believe this is this is a god. Yes. And your god. And I think what I feel it took me a lot of years to get into Christmas, honestly, because I was very much raised not in Christmas. And I will be honest, and I'll get into you know Kwanzaa in a minute, but. What was cool about not celebrating Christmas growing up is that I never understood the stress and pressure people had because it's not what uh, Kwanzaa is about. And I remember feeling like bad for people, like, wow, people just look stressed and overwrought. And yeah. it, it didn't seem it didn't seem like um, it had the, the the vibe. But when I started to like getting into Christmas if you do it your own you know, my own way. I do like the feeling of, I definitely like the feeling of lights and the idea of believing in something magical and believing in something um, that maybe we can tap into. I didn't get into the whole competitive, I think people are just trying to find like, how can we do something that feels traditional and magical and things but doesn't have like, like why should people feel stressed? Like right. that I don't have enough money for everyone to get a present or whatever. Yeah, and and I guess my, like I have a lot of nostalgia and pent up feelings when it comes to Christmas because like I lived um, the majority of my youth, I was with my grandparents around this time. Oh, okay. And they would invite, like my grandmother would cook for everyone. She would make a pork and a turkey and 80 million sides Aww. and like four different cakes and pies. Wow. It wow. was insane. Wow. She really went to town. And then like it was like movie. all my all my cousins would come and like, you know, my dad and my mom who, you know, they were divorced and separated. Like they would come. So I, I really felt like everyone was coming together. Right. And we, and they kept this for like maybe 15 16 years yeah it actually wasn't until my uh, adult that it really just fell apart right so my childhood is really filled with that and i think that's kind of what i learned once i got into like seriously 
no joke i had to ask people all the time like so what do you do like what's the stocking thing and when do you <laughs> have, like seriously probably this is the first year i haven't had to ask these questions um and because for a long time i worked on christmas i ignored christmas for yeah. years and years and years um but then i started to kind of like embracing like okay i'll just kind of do it my own way but i but what i found like kind of questioning other people is that it definitely is all about nostalgia oh like there's people are like oh we have to like always do tradition paper yeah but the funny thing is is that you know that you you know you realize like as people get older like the reason why you did that was like your parents probably just did something Mm -hmm. and because they didn't have the money or whatever and then now you love that. You know how like someone right. cooks a di- they go, oh, my mom makes the best blah, 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 and you eat it, and you're like, that's okay. But it reminds you of your childhood. Yeah. It reminds you of a different time. I think that's the thing about holidays in general, and I think that's the idea of doing an inclusive holiday versus Christmas is going, like, what if that wasn't a memory for you? What if, like, a stocking isn't a trigger or this isn't a trigger? Of, of like, course. oh, this is amazing. So when you say, hey, whatever holidays you create, you did at this time should be, like, represented. Because it's oh, not... I agree. It's basically telling everybody if you don't have these memories and I'm you I'm telling stop. you, Saturn... <laughs> it should be Saturnalia Kwanzaa... Hanukkah? Hanukkah... Yule? Yule. Yeah. Thank you for that. I mean, I, people but, have done that. Tried um, that already. But you know, the other thing too is that um, I also kind of feel like being a magical practitioner mm-hmm. and like knowing all the traditions that my my grandmother would kind of implement into the way that she did uh, the holiday season and the way that we celebrated, you know, like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I was like, oh my God, I've been doing magic from the beginning. Like I've been, I've been... I think it's interesting too. Like I, it's like I've been participating in these ancient pagan rites right. since I was a little kid, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And, and like, but you're recognizing at that. I don't think most people recognize it. Of course that. not. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm saying you're, I'm not you're saying you're that taking, people are. Yeah, you're acknowledging that they do to that. A certain aspect of it that right. other people probably don't notice at all. Notice or ignore. Right. But I, I love it, and that's why it's like when when Christmas comes around, and I think it's so weird too because I can't tell you how many witches and pagans I've met where they're like, ew, like all the Christmas stuff, and I was like, are you aware that <laughs> it's based like it's Easter, based on ba- pagan right. stuff? I'm right. like, uh, you know, or like things like that, or like I just or when people are like, you know, we need to like implement, you know, the whatever, call it Christmas, and it's like, well, you know, like. Christmas would not, the real Christmas would, you know, be in a desert with a camel and you would not have snowflakes or reindeer. Yeah, of course. You know, right. so it's, it's pretty like much Like you can that. go on and on and into like where St. Nick came oh, from. Oh yeah, it's and, Odin. Oh, okay. It's Odin, y'all. But isn't that like one aspect though? That's one aspect, yeah. Because there's a bunch of stories. Then there's can... Krampus. Then right. there's, right. there's the freaking, oh my God, the Yule Goat. Fucking what? Lovely. What the hell is a Yule goat? Oh what? Oh my god! What oh, the hell is a so Yule goat? Many, you know, he just like. What he, does he do? He bucks you if you if you do the wrong thing. You know. Really? Yeah. Does he give you um, anything if you do the right thing? Kisses, little goat kisses. I think he just made that well, up. I think I think he does. <laughs> He's I'm googling. He gives you goat kisses. Your goat gives you goat kisses. He does kisses. not give you goat kisses. It sounds like this is an asshole. An no, asshole he you, goat. He he gives you little poop pellets. 
And then, and then... This is a problem. This is why people go towards, like, you know, something less <laughs> scary. Like, uh, Krampus is, like, if you're bad, then this mean, evil, demon-like... So he's connected right? to Thor, uh, who rode in the sky, So he, and, and his chariot was drawn by two goats. Um, what? Yeah, because... So two goats pulled the goat or pulled Thor? Two goats pulled Thor, <laughs> not not another goat. Um, yeah, and uh, essentially, what does I mean? I don't know what he does. Yeah, he doesn't. Exactly. He's just there. He's not doing anything. Oh, sometimes he pulls Santa's sleigh. You oh. know, when he doesn't want eight reindeer. Wait, how did the goat move into Santa's uh, realm? It's like because worlds Odin, are colliding because here. Because Odin is Santa. Okay. And and it's a Scandinavian dramatic myth. And like, look there, he, look at him, how cute he is. A 19th century Christmas card. He kind of Santa like, he and his little like Yule a goat. reindeer. He looks like Black Phillip. He looks like a reindeer. He looks like a, a reindeer goat. A reindeer goat. Um, but I guess the Yule goat in Nordic countries today is What's best Phillip? known as a Christmas ornament. Who's Philip? Black Phillip, he's the black goat in The Witch. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I didn't. Oh, gosh. Gosh. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, you haven't seen Star Wars, so we're even. And Um, I think I win. Okay. Okay. Well, anywho, yeah, there's so many many little uh, traditions and little pagan anecdotes. So what Um, do you... Let me ask you this, and then I'm going to get a little bit into Kwanzaa. And we have to acknowledge... Hanukkah as being acknowledge <laughs> Hanukkah. No, no, we do, we no. do. Because actually, I have a little dreidel. My ex boyfriend, okay. um, Just, when we had a tree, I got a little dreidel for him, okay. so he was represented. Okay. We do have to acknowledge Hanukkah, though. Yeah, of course. I come from a Jewish me too, family me too. That you sell, they celebrated Hanukkah. Yes. Dylan, do not tell me. Technically, lie. I, I'm not. Oh, technically, is technically. Or the goat's going to butt you in the butt. All my cousins celebrated Hanukkah, and it always pissed me off because they got double the presents. They don't. It's actually, like, it just seems like that because it's spread out. Are you sure? Positive. Don't they get, like, eight presents, they and then they present. get Christmas? They, no, they. most Jewish people don't sell both. Most. I'm not saying all don't, don't but they usually celebrate Hanukkah mm-hmm. and not Christmas because they don't believe Christ is... The Savior and the Messiah. Right, but the father was Christian. Yeah, I'm saying some people yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Some people do. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, moving on. What is your, like, thing that you kind of what do? I do? Yeah. Oh, my like, tradition? Since, like, Aww. people would want to know, like, being a witch and being into the pagan. Are you not going to comment that my table's super clean, though? Just side note. I did notice it when I came in here. I was like, what? First of all, it was very dark. And then after I noticed it was very dark. And I <laughs> you noticed a red light. light. I noticed a red light. And I thought, I thought maybe this is all connected. We're going to have a porn set here. And then I noticed, holy shit, besides the beach floating around. <laughs> right after right after you leave, yes. it goes from the witch and the medium to Mystic Dylan time. Mystic Dylan time. <laughs> and you, uh, I knew it. I knew it. My Yule tradition. Yes. Um, so... I, I try to combine both uh, Saturnalia and Yule. Okay. Um, 
And also, you know, the Egyptians worshipped, uh, not worshipped, but obviously they, they worshipped in the honor of the sun. So they also had a standing in uh, the winter solstice. Okay. So I kind of combine all of it. But uh, I have my Yule tree. I tend to my little nature spirits. Okay. Um, I have little nice. ornaments on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other so thing. So this Christmas tree I'm looking at, we can't call it Christmas tree? No, it's a Yule tree. Okay. Notice how there is no angel on it. But does that make it Christmas? No. Well, uh, considering the angels are a, a Judeo-Christian entity, yes. I mean, but it could be a fairy. I mean, it's kind of it's like, vague. Eh. It's kind of vague line. Eh. Vague line of fairies, angels. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. So, that's my Yule tree. Yes. Yule tree. <laughs> um, and then... You know, we have our our sacrifice on Christmas Eve. Okay. You know, I I go deep deep into the woods, (laughs) deep into the woods, and you get a goat, and I get a goat, (laughs) because goats are in woods, right? Yes. In our world, they are. We're good to do whatever we want. We're we're creating our own thing, and um, and then I gild the horns gold. You know, to offer up to the sun. Exactly. Uh, and I then mean, this is traditional I, stuff. I, and then I dig a ditch six feet deep. Okay. I pour in some milk, some honey, wow. and then I slaughter the goat and I sacrifice it to the dying sun. Okay. Why honey and milk is this happening? I don't know. Ask Ovid when he wrote the ritual in 32 BC. Okay. I'm kidding. So, just so, so, just so you know, everybody, you'll be you'll know what Dylan is doing on their, your Christmas Eve as you're baking cookies. This is what Dylan will be doing. So send your emails again to Mystic. You'll be in the woods looking for a goat. Could you imagine? I'm in there going bah, here, goaty goat, goat. Bah. I mean, we are. So Super joking on the 405. About this, but there are people who think this about you. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's Griffith, Griffith Park. I'm there in the night looking for a goat. Yeah, don't go looking for the goat at Griffith Park. Maybe in I'll the find dark. something else. Yeah, you will find definitely. Definitely. I've got a mountain lion. No, you'll find another kind of lion that will be interested in your penis raccoon. Oh film. my gosh. See, she gets so invasive, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just here talking about, like, nice old Yule traditions. She makes everything pervy. Um, Notice I didn't mention porn. She did. I mean, you're talking about roaming around. If anyone doesn't know, if you're not from L.A., but if anybody knows anything about L.A., Griffith Park at night in the dark is a little... Something, something. I was say something. something. Let me tell you, I did not grow up in the age of cruising because I had grinder. So I've I've never. I only. Well, that that. was the old grinder. Yeah, the old grinder was cruising. I think it's still around. Is is that around still? I think so. People still cruise. I I, in Rome when I was in Rome. Let me tell you. Oh, see, Nettie says that (laughs) I expose him. Yes, well, well, definitely. We're we're talking about Saturnalia. Yes. Uh, When I was in Rome, it was so interesting because I I didn't have to use grinder, and it was it was kind of a shock. I was like, oh, are we are we making eye contact? And here's what I learned. Yes. If they stare at you more than three seconds, that's they want to fuck you. So that's a, that's a swipe like. Yes. And then it's over. And then it's over. So you did do cruising just in another country. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Wow. But that's also because I had shitty Wi-Fi in Rome. So, so you had no you, choice. you had to go old school style. I had to. Just had to. You know, you could have just not done any of those things and just enjoyed Rome. <laughs> I did enjoy Rome <laughs> and I didn't mean to do those things. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just happened. And I just would like to point out, I didn't bring up the Rome thing. You know what I think of? 
technically, you and I have been bonded in that oh, way. Oh, God. What? Because we shared a room once. And I... I, I, I consecrated that room. We don't need to know, Dylan. <laughs> and I was... Uh, just to be clear, I no longer... Um, occupied the room it was after long i was gone and i passed it down with all the beautiful energy of this office space to dylan who definitely immediately defamed it i did not i also <laughs> consecrated it and blessed it okay. anywho okay. and it was on winter solstice all right okay let's move on moving on let's move on okay so i wanted to talk about kwanzaa <laughs> 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 a nice segue so a nice segue. Okay, so I would say this. So, I, um, so people, I know I'm hot. People who don't know about Kwanzaa, it was, people think it's a made-up holiday. Like they think it's trying to compete with Christmas as a made-up holiday. The reason why we celebrate it, because it does come from the Pan-African uh, Studies um, realm. And my uncle was a Pan-African Studies professor. So he kind of adhered this so my mother died when i was 10 days old like and after she died i think they were like we're just gonna do our own thing or something and for a long time i had the name wrong of the person who actually went to africa saw ritual of it's it's a festival of it's a, a uh celebrating the harvest so nice. it's like okay we we had a great harvest we got the things we need, we're going to put it on the table, and we're going to celebrate a year that's going to be, you know, fruitful. Bountiful. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, Hanukkah is, is a celebration of lights, and that goes with the oil burning and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And so people kind of compare it. There really is no comparison. And the misconception is that, you know, it's trying to, like, oh, create some, you know, made-up holiday for no reason where this person who actually and i looked him up who um because the i used to say the wrong name but he brought it to this and it um because he wanted to bring something that was for people who are african-american who couldn't like afford christmas and that's why it's on the 26th so when the sales go on Right? There we go. So it was like when econ economy wasn't balanced, he was like, listen, we're going to just kind of have our own thing since we're kind of excluded. It's a very white, white, you know, holiday. We'll do something. I'm going to bring something and, you know, to kind of create a revolution of our own and a change of our own. So there was an African-American flag made and it's black, green and red. And the black re represents the people. The green represents the lands of Africa and the red it represents the blood that was shed and has been shed and will be shed. Whoa. I'm repeating this because let me tell you how I, I had, didn't know that I had to say all of this every year. So I, I know what know I'm that. talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that that's what it represents. That's kind of like that. Talk about that's profound. And so, like, if you see, this is like the table. It's not a really good table. I mean, picture that I can get, and this is the Kenora, like, which was, I'm sure, taken obviously from the menorah. And when I was growing up, there was no Kenora. You see, it looks very ritualistic, right? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So, so she's like at. Yeah, it she, almost looks like she's at an altar. Yeah, so you lay the table out, you put the fruit on, 
Um, all the all the things are represented in Swahili. So Mkeka represents the mats. The mats represent foundation underneath the harvest. Whoa. There's seven principles. There's uh, Imani, which is Swahili for faith. And I had to look it up because I was like, I knew all of them growing up. And we celebrated it every year for years and years and years until, you know, we all got older and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So you see, these are the different principles. Ujuma, which is unity. Kujajalia, which is self-determination. Ujima, which means collective work and responsibility. So each principle is teaching you like, this is what we need to do. Work yeah. together. We have to have faith. That's so every awesome. night you light a candle and you say, Ujima. And my, and it would, my dad would yell it. And he would be wearing a kufu and a, and a, a dashiki and all the whole thing. And um, the colors of the candles are black, red, and green, which is not easy to find at Christmas black candles, especially in those days. It was no party city. Okay. <laughs> I remember trying to like wanting to decorate and it's like, how are we going to decorate the house with black green? It wasn't, it wasn't easy, but we had uh, a homemade um, African American flag made that we would uh, hold up and the table did look now when I got older, I was like, this is like a ritual. Yeah. Right. And so we well, when I saw that picture, I was like, damn, super ritualistic. And that's because it did come from um, based on something from Africa. And then he, you know, tweaked it for the people here. And you do it seven nights and everyone comes and you go through the different, you do it, you light a different principle. Swahili, um, Zawadi in Swahili means presence. You do get a present, a couple of presents a night. It's not more than Christmas, but it's just spread out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the 26 was so that you can get those sales and you can afford it. Wow. And so there was a lot of thought into this and people, um, I think that I was just trying to like, um, I wanted to say his name right, who he was, um, some, the person who brought it over here. So um, I was looking at, you know, of course, I'm looking at Wikipedia, and now I feel like on the spot, but it says American. He was a black power activist, um, humanist. His name was Milana. I'm probably saying his name when Carnija, and I think my dad got it because he was in the Pan-African Studies Department, and it was kind of floating around, you know, in wow. that world. So what I grew up with is that whenever when I got pre and then the way we celebrated it, and I'm not sure if this is the same for everyone, but kids were the main focus because they're the next generation. So only kids got presents. So once you got 18, you didn't like exchange presents anymore. Damn. And then when we would get presents, everyone would like watch you and be like, oh, wow, ooh, ooh, that's Aww. amazing and all this kind of stuff. Um, and so when I did Christmas the first time, I went to Christmas for my first Christmas at someone's house and they like got sat down and everyone just passed <coughs> around presents and ripped them open and they were done and I was like, is this it? And then they were like, yeah, we're done. And I go, nobody looked at anybody opening oh. presents. <laughs> I was like, like, I was uh, like, it just seems really weird. I didn't get it. I mean, yeah. not, like I said, I've learned that it's different for each family. Not to mention like when we did it, you invite people over and every night we would have huge people at our house huge crowds wow. and then you have um karamu which is like a the the feast and so you like you know eat a big feast and then everyone just sits around now let me tell you the downside is that i had a professor you know i call him um biologically he's my uncle but you know i called him my father 
and he would go on, let me tell you, about some new thing, some political thing, teaching, teaching, and I'd just be staring at the Zawadi at the present, like, when am I getting my present? <laughs> so what I did like about Christmas when I got there was like, I can get it you just, now. You just get it done. You just get you done. Get it's not well, not just that. You're not sitting there. I mean, when you're a kid, you're like two hours of this, and I knew about apartheid and all that stuff because my that's what I was taught. Oh my gosh, my poor children are gonna hate me. I'm gonna be like, this is Saturnalia. <laughs> they're gonna be very, staring. They're gonna be saying. staring at their. Pre- I'm it's gonna very, be. I'm gonna be. Your, I'm gonna be like their professor dad. It's very ritualistic <laughs> and very teaching, and and so I think that what I um didn't know what to incorporate when I started getting to Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. how can I make it like a, Both. You know, yeah, like a meaningful thing, not just did, about giving. Did Kwanzaa have an impact on you though? It had a huge impact in me in the sense of, I mean, in different ways. One, it was very hard to explain to people because I'm not biologically uh, black or African American. So people were like, wait, so you're Jewish? Yes. And you're, and your biological other side is, you know, is, uh, Mexican or Aztec so why are you celebrating Kwanzaa that was a hard one to explain in those days people didn't understand like uh, you could be adopted or something that was hard being left out felt like that that's why I understand people who want the term holiday left out of like other people's everything. traditions yeah like yeah. my friends all had their presents and I would call me and I'm like well I'll get my one tomorrow yeah that, but what it did impact me in a positive was really stopping to learn something and the yeah. ritual part yeah like I got to light the candle and then everyone would go Ujima, like yell it out that's so cool and I did kind of learn the idea of of words have power absolutely i was just gonna say it's like spells yes words have power and that's when i got older i was like holy shit i think that was like a ritual but you also have a view from a different like perspective in a sense too because you were kind of like the like i guess it shapes you in a way to be like the history of where that comes from well yeah i think what was cool when i got older and people were like dissing it i was like i actually know like it really did have meanings there really was a purposeful point of it and the cool thing is we used the menorah because there was no canora now they make canoras yeah and we kind of incorporated the Jewish culture in, in that's yeah, because awesome. my family is very multicultural. So I kind of, I kind of feel like it created the idea that it's not just about what right. looks good on picture. No, it's that it holiday. Was, that it was like a a true like learning experience. You know, like I said, anything always has like a downside and a downside. Do you have like Kwanzaa pride? I feel like I don't tell people a lot unless I I used to talk about a lot back in the day. Now that it's a little more mainstream, I just kind of mention it in in like this was a part of my life and and my um the last Kwanzaa was kind of painful because we started only doing once and then when my uh my dad was dying, I think we tried to do it in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um but I think my sister still does it at her house, but um, once a year, but she lives kind of far. But I feel like I have a lot of pride that we did it when no one heard of it. That's awesome. Like it was not. It's like it's like it was not easy to explain it. I think it did when I look back when people came over. It did scare them because it. Now that I look at it from a distance, it was a very ritualistic Lissic, thing. Yeah. And I feel like I have pride that I was like a part of something that was a little deeper, meaningful, and 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 more to it than. 
I don't know. I feel like it created something. I think it created uh, some pride for people. To Do you incorporate in. any of that in your traditions? I haven't. Today? I haven't yet today. I've been thinking about how to incorporate incorporate it into because I like I said I've just started getting into even doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, these people. Your parents pass. You kind of go like, you know, what's it's the point, true. right? Well, and that's. But I, I, I kind of feel that. I kind of feel that way should. too because like when my grandfather. So my grandfather was essentially. The one who really like held up the tradition, and when I mean held up the tradition, he was one who kind of forced my grandmother <laughs> to cook <laughs> and invite everyone over. So I kind of feel like when he passed, my grandmother was like, "I'm done. I'm done." <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then like, so my grandfather wasn't biologically my grandfather; he was my step grandfather. Right. So my cousins were my like step cousins. So like, we don't talk. They all moved. And, like, you know, when you're alone or when you're, as you get older, it's like, unless I have a family or I'm still with family, I don't really, like, incorporate that. And that was one of the things, like, as being a a witch and a practitioner, I was like, no, I I am going to get a tree. I am going to keep up at least small aspects of these traditions. Yeah, and I think that if you have something inside of you, that's why when, um, I think when I was younger, I would get offended, like, uh, you assume I celebrate Christmas, but you know, when you're young, mm-hmm. you get all angst and everything. But as I get, get older, I feel like you, you understand, like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to, like, make a statement all the time to right. have your own belief of things or do your own, you know, experience. And I started getting more like, oh, I understand that that's what I meant by when I started realizing, oh, this is like some. Like you said, like yeah. this reminds you of your grandfather, and I'm. Why would you want to down someone for their Precisely. own? Precisely, personal. I will say though, like when I think about it, like at first I was like, okay, like when I was like Happy Holidays, and she was like Merry Christmas, I was like, uh, but then I'm like, no, that bitch was rude. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. rude. I mean, like, I'm next time someone says Merry Christmas to me, I'm gonna be like Happy Holidays. Well, I think I that, typically I do think that. That was very rude, and yeah. it was basically forcing. That's what I mean. It's forcing yeah. your belief onto someone and that's not okay that's basically saying everyone's supposed to just believe in the same thing and do the same thing yeah and the thing is that we all whatever religion we are we all acknowledge the winter solstice right at one point or another right in in some change through the through the change you know it's the change of the season you know i think it's really cool though like uh in egypt and in uh stonehenge you have these these monuments, so the Temple of Karnak in Egypt and Stonehenge in, you know, in England, um, where you can actually see the sun through through the during the winter solstice. The sun goes through these two perfect points. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think that's so interesting. It's like the fact that they had that technology and knowledge to, to I have I have a question now that you mentioned that I feel like so many of uh, rituals and so many like celebrations are very focused around weather and yeah. like, change and Why earth do you think and that's seasons important? well I, I also uh, for me I you think it's I mean? because before we before we went into money and coin our our civilization really thrived over um, crops and and, and crops kind of like animals. with the Kwanzaa, with yeah, the celebration of precisely. the festival, it was with, a big deal. Precisely, like we're going to have a good harvest. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing too. So it's celebrate. It's it's kind of like honoring the spirits or gods or whatever you want to talk. Yeah. 
call. So, like, they knew, oh, shit, it's going to be the days are shorter. The sun's out for two seconds. It's gloomy as fuck. What do you need for plants to thrive? Sun. Sun. So are our crops going to make it? So those celebrations are kind of saying, we acknowledge you. Don't don't stay gone for long. You right. know, come on back. Another thing too, you know, like when I was making that, that joke about, you know, the goat and stuff like that. Yeah. The reason why people participated in these sacrifices is that the the majority of people who in in a community or in a community setting back then meat was like it was expensive right so by going to these public yeah so by going to these public celebrations or festivals they knew i'm gonna get steak tonight Okay. You know, because it's not that they just kill an animal. Right. And that's it. That animal becomes a meal. Right. And it's kind of very similar to what we've talked about before. Like other cultures are like, make sure they utilize all the parts. They utilize all the parts. For a hundred percent. So would you say that when people were kind of more in survival mode, that these type of ritual, I'm not saying that there's not, I'm not saying there aren't people who aren't still surviving, but don't you think that's why, Maybe people need things to kind of feel like it's helping turn the tide. And Absolutely. Help them in life. And I think we become more, I guess the whole idea, I think selfish is is, the, is, yeah. is if you think it out. Because the other thing too is that during these sacrifices, the, the you would give to, to the poor. You right. know, they would do these public feasts. Right. Um, and right. I, everyone, everyone would eat. You know, if you came to the temple, if you, if you went to Yule and you went to Stonehenge, like you were going to get something, um, because they would do these big feasts to honor that. Um, and that's why the two, the two emperors who didn't were killed because they were like, where's my meal? Right. You know, right. We're honoring this deity. You're supposed to pay tribute to that. Um, so it's kind of things like that. And, and I think that like to, to add to that, to answer your question, what I did get from celebrating Kwanzaa is that I've never cared about receiving gifts. Same. I've always been like, oh, it's about kids. And, and I would send them, you know, to my nieces and nephews, like, and that. So I never even like, to me, I'm like, I can buy my own stuff. I'll just buy something for myself. But I appreciate, you know, obviously if someone thinks of me and gives me something, but I never felt like, oh, I'm expecting this. I never felt that. And I think that's what it did different because once I got older and the nieces, you know, the the grandkids came in, then the focus was on them. And I didn't really have a problem with it because it was always focused on the next generation. That's so cool. So I'm not saying like everything's all hunky dory. I'm not painting some Hallmark version of life, but I would say when you asked me what I picked from these things, Mm -hmm. you know, that I would say that. And I do think it made me, like you said, we had like food we were giving to people. People were coming over for a big, meals yeah so it's a little bit more of a all-inclusive for me it was definitely a social and food aspect well yeah like i loved (laughs) i loved like because my grandmother throw these parties yeah of course i really saw christmas eve so like for us it was christmas eve huge party and then christmas day like for, that's when you would hang out with friends. Oh, okay. So, like, the friends would come over on Christmas Day. Oh, okay, yeah. The close family was yeah. there on Christmas Did Eve. Did you, like, real quick question, then we have to go. I'm just curious, because you grew up, you know, more with it. Did you believe in Santa? Oh, 100%. I knew it! 100%. I can see little 
until it was like Santa's coming. And what coming. do you mean, did you? Um, let's, Cover kids' ears. Let's let's be real. Uh, I do. Um, but I did learn something. Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's actually the reindeers who do the majority of the work. Well, this is the funny thing. The reason why I asked that is because the one thing about celebrating Kwanzaa is my parents were like, we're giving you the presents. I never oh, was Oh, they Santa. implemented. Never. They're like, there is no Santa. We've worked hard. We appreciate <laughs> you. We're giving them to you. And that kind of has instilled in me a little bit. Well, the way I found out, I, I woke up early and my mom was my mom was <laughs> yeah. uh, wrapping a present. And she was like, she I'm Santa. Sure. And then freaking took a huge bite of a cookie. And I was like, oh. But for some reason, I was still like, he just got delayed. Like, I could just see you being in denial. Yeah, and and knowing my mom, you could totally see I my mom totally, doing that, too. I could totally see your mom doing that. And I was kind of like, there is no Santa, so just... And know, I was thought that there was a it. Santa because the cookies were always gone. But then knowing my mom, I shouldn't be surprised. It's just so funny because I never had that thing. And they were very like, here's the world where there is no white Santa Claus. My grandmother used to stage. Okay, so she used to stage things. But one thing that I remember was uh, the Tooth Fairy. So she would do like little, she would like, there'd be dust, there'd be glitter all over my pillow. And what did you think? There'd be the little ladder. Oh, 100%. I never believed that stuff. And then then I would see that there'd be like a shit ton of glitter on the floor, like on the carpet. And I know my grandmother, she like vacuums everything. So I was like, oh shit, like this is one messy ass fairy. Like she just like took a nosedive on the carpet. Like, and she would just lead it. Like, I don't know. I just always was like, I can totally picture you being like really like, like, wow, this yeah. is great. That's so cute. I, I was like, uh, listen, there's no Santa, there's no Duke Fairy. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the one part I think that definitely I never had that experience. They were like, we're giving you, this is from us. But I think that I could totally picture you like 100% yeah. being all like, I think the only time magical. Like, oh, yeah. The one time that uh, I think it was inconsistent because, like, at my grandmother's, uh, I always to got keep money. That shit Tooth, up. Tooth Fairy yeah. always gave me money and, like, was a, a huge, like, she she just couldn't keep her fairy dust to herself. <laughs> and then I remember one time I lost a tooth at my mom and she bought me a toy I wanted and, and she you put were it like, there. What's up? But what's then I was fairy? like, different Tooth Fairies. Yeah. But then I was also like, how the hell did she carry that toy? And, like, now she's using wrapping paper, too. She's <laughs> never used wrapping paper or tape. And also, like, I'm not getting You're money. Like, is there, like, a substitute to <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. She, like, didn't get the memo of me. Okay. Yes. All right, Dylan. We're going to wrap up. So this was yes. an awesome one. So what are you going to... Um, we want... What do we... Oh, we want to tell people that we have something coming up that will announce it. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, we have an event coming up in January. We do. Where we can't tell you anything yet till everything's sealed but down. But it's going to be magical. But it's going to be awesome and magical. And Dylan, um, do you have anything? Yes. Uh, if you want a Yule candle, visit uh, Three Crows Crossroads. Uh, you can get one. We have a limited supply, but they're all handmade. And custom made and um and for me i'm doing a class on saturday you have to uh, online you have till tomorrow night to join the class journey to the other side and look for on my instagram um that i'll be posting some specials for the holidays holiday yes. special and we just did the last full moon real quick we just did the last full moon of the year so it's all about cleansing awesome Dylan? yeah have a magical day <laughs> I don't like to say goodbye, so see you soon.
You can follow us on Witch in the Medium on Instagram or at Mystic Dylan Official on Instagram or Dale Levine on Instagram. You can check out our merch at thewitchinthemedium.com and please rate us on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get seen and we appreciate hearing your reviews. Thank you. See you soon.